Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, Brian Michael Bendis is finished with Superman. Yoda joins the High Republic. Daisy Ridley admits that an early draft of The Force Awakens had Rey as Kenobi's granddaughter. Ewan McGregor talks about the Obi-Wan show. Disney Plus gears up for offering group viewing. And Chris Hemsworth says Thor, Love, and Thunder is not his exit to Marvel. <clears throat> Welcome, Welcome guys. to Nerdables. Joining this us, sir. Chris. To his chair. <laughs> I know. Chris and Ethan and Mikey. Are Who doesn't say anything anyway? So well, last week, That's Ethan's microphone was turned off for like the first twenty minutes. <laughs> Dude, we should have recorded that show. I was at the beginning of that. Just you know, the funny thing is, I actually had things to say, <laughs> and Rich decided to just not hey, Mike, pull up my uh, turn, mic. Turn your mic just oh, a little bit. It's facing the fish tank, not you. <laughs> yeah, no. Fish has stuff to do. Oh, yeah. The first part of that, you can't hear Ethan at all. <laughs> I hate you guys. How did it turn off? Um, he didn't put the slider up. I, I did or he put the, me on mute or something like now, that. Now, there's a little button here that, for recording, because mm. I can turn off each one of the mics separately. Right. And Like I, yours is probably where <laughs> we should start. <laughs> I forgot to turn on Ethan's. Oh. All right, am I on now this yeah, time? Yes, am I going to waste a bunch hear, of time? You can hear yourself, right? Well, I could hear, I heard no, we myself heard, last we, time. We, heard we, heard, last time we could hear him last time. <laughs> I heard myself last time, too. But Who's playing NFL Super Pro? What the hell? So uh, yesterday was Disney's... Saturday. Not Disney. Excuse me. It was Saturday. It was DC's fandom event, which there's been no word from it. Except for four, fur. Except fur, more movie stuff. More movie stuff. You know, the Flash is going to reset the whole DCU, and Flashpoint will star a large, not star, will feature a large number of DC characters, and will make everything make sense or matter <laughs> or whatever. Um, everything will be better. I'm gonna turn off the TV here. Right? Mm. I gotta figure out how that'll turn off. Um, I think you're supposed to yell at it or something. I, think so. <laughs> I don't know. I can do it. You'll just hear that from controls. Thirty minutes, just hearing is just yelling. Um, back to the phone. Back to like controlling everything from the phone. Do you have to call your TV and tell it to turn off? No, I don't. I just press a button. Chris is still bitter about that. I'm not bitter. It also didn't work. That Johnny or that John. Uh, oh yeah, no, that he beat that me joke. to that joke. Oh, so mad. Chris is going to be always bitter about yeah. that. I hate it when someone's faster than me. It drives me nuts. <laughs> It's such a great joke. He delivered it really well, too. Oh, very <laughs> impressive. So nothing really came out of this DC fandom, but last week we did find out that Brian Michael Bendis is finishing up Superman, or finished with Superman. And he's finishing screwing up his run on Superman. Yes. Yeah. He screwed up his run? Oh, my God. So is it as bad as JMS? <sighs> no, because Superman's in it. Um, and he's not just walking everywhere. That's true. Remember, when we went to C2E2 last year, it was right after they announced that he took over... Right. And so Tomasi and Mankey that were doing Superman at the time, mm -hmm. I wanted to walk by their booths because they were there. And I wanted to walk by with a sign that says, sorry, DC F'd you. Because they had a great run going with yeah. Jonathan Kent being, you know, Superman and Lois's son and having a kid in a comic that wasn't just an annoying a-hole. Yeah. And they were Lux doing Shazam. Adventures of Super Sons with Superman, Batman, yeah. and, Knight, Patrick uh, Gleason. and and um, Robin and Superboy, Jonathan and, and Damien. Yeah. And then one of the first things that came out in Superman or in, in Brian Michael Bendis's 
tenure at DC is that he, he brought back Young Justice. And in Young Justice, he brings back Connor Kent. Mm. Great. And in my head, I thought of the perfect thing to have Super Sons, then be the adventures of Super Siblings, and have Dick, Grayson, and Connor Kent with Damien and Jonathan. But what Brian Michael Bendis decides to do, which one, he pushed for having Connor come back. Mm. To have a late teens, early 20s Superman, the tween Superman. Yeah. He takes Jonathan Kent, throws him into the future, ages him up to being 16 in Legion, and brings him back. So all of a sudden now we have two Supermen who are between 15 and 25. Yeah. Adventures of Super Sons doesn't exist. Jonathan Kent no longer is a child, but an annoying teenager. Because it's like he's he's in the, I know what I'm doing, Dad. I'm a Superman Uh, now. I've been a Superman. It sucks. Uh, It just straight up sucks. And it ruined what could have been an amazing title to have Patrick Gleason uh, write uh, Dick Grayson and Damien, which was also the Batman and Robin run with Morrison had him. And it was brilliant the way that they treated him because they're brothers. It's not father and son. Damien Damien finally became a character that people who didn't like Damien sort of at the very least could stand. Right. If not outright like, because his relationship with Grayson, Mm -hmm. knowing that Bruce was dead was such a different dynamic Yeah, to have Connor and Jonathan. Jonathan's never even met Connor, but Connor comes in and says, I was kind of Clark's first run at this. And the fact that the Clark that we have in our universe is the Clark from the universe pre new 52. Cause new 52 Superman is a completely different character as you find out. Right. So that Connor would know this, this Superman Superman would have a relationship with that Connor and Connor now has a relationship to pass on to Jonathan. Who's trying to learn how to be a superhero because he almost has no choice. He has the powers of Superman. There's a great issue in Superman early on in Patrick Leeson's run in which like he his laser eyes go crazy and he kills the cat. And it's it's a mistake, yeah. but he has to it's like a four or five issues where he is trying to to cover it up. He doesn't know what to say, he doesn't know what to do. He's scared of who he is mm-hmm. to know and realize that the power I have if I use it the wrong way, a lot of people are going to get hurt. And that's the basis of what Superman is. We've always had this conversation. Clark has to be perfect because as soon as he's not, yeah. Luther is right and we should kill him. The end of Man of Steel, when the government comes and says, we're going to watch you, and as a fan, you're supposed to go like, boo, boo, government. No, he's right. The man just murdered somebody on TV. And here's the other thing. He can murder everybody in the world in about an hour. Yeah. So as soon as he murders one person, the government watching, like, we're going to watch you. We're going to figure out how to kill you. Yes, yeah. That's exactly. That's, that's a very good idea. <laughs> he gives the bullet to Bruce. He gives the kryptonite bullet yeah. to Bruce. Like you're the only one I know that you'll know exactly when I've gone too far and you will shoot me and kill me. Yeah, and he'll be able to. He yeah. won't have any. He makes that choice to be ambiguity. Like, ambiguity. Superman is as soon as Clark goes bad, and that's what Jonathan was learning. Mm. If his power becomes, you know, Superman's. Oh, what is Superman's greatest fear is to be mind controlled because if you can put a, a different mind in that body, you yeah. can destroy everything. So what you're saying is Bendis should just stick with Marvel characters? No, Bendis should stop writing comics for about five to six years and then come back. And that's one of go the things. Go to the future, go you know, no, just, age a little bit and then come back? No, the thing with him is, one of the things with Bendis is, is Bendis is a writer that was super, super, super popular and then just sort of falls off of the popularity map as everybody does when you just keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. And his dialogue is still really good. It, 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 but it's just his DC story doesn't seem to fit the sto- The last couple stories that he did in Marvel didn't really work the way that I think people would really want to. He's never ended a series very well, but I think the best thing went to too do. Long. Yeah. They yeah. go, they go very long. It's always tough to end a series anyway. 
That's but to be good. at a point in which if you disappear for a little while and you let people forget what you were good at, that when you come back, your people are ravenous for it. If he would have just said, you know what, I'm sure. going to stop writing comics for a little while. I need a break. I need a wait. And then going to DC, I don't think he went to see DC because he's like, I have the perfect Superman story and I can't wait to tell it. He went to DC and like, well, give me Superman. Instead of what I thought he was going to do, I really thought they were going to create a Batman title for him mm -hmm. and then give him a minor character like Legion or Young Justice or Nightwing or Booster Gold or something. He would rock at Booster Gold. Yeah. Because you could just do Booster as much as you You can do all the quippy stuff and you can do the crazy dialogue and everything and it doesn't have to be a fantastic book. And, you know, in terms of like, like everything is the end of the world and the end of the universe or whatever. But so now he's, he's ending his action and Superman run at the end of the year. We don't know what he's doing next. Young Justice is done. He did do the Batman story in the Walmart comics with, uh, I think Tom Derrick does the art. Um, Tom King does the Superman story with Adam Kubert. And he does a Batman. Bendis does the Batman story. And that's supposed to be really good. It just, DC released it as a hardcover. I don't want to buy the hardcover. I don't want to wait. Yeah. Um, we don't know what he's going to do next because all of his titles are done. The three titles he's writing will be done in December. Um, it's also interesting to wonder if they're going to relaunch Superman and Batman or Superman and Action Comics again. Uh, they didn't re they relaunched Superman with him. You they didn't realize they didn't relaunch Action because it had already passed the thousand. DC couldn't thousand. take like six months off of Superman. None chance. And just you know, just let it lie, let it lay low, and then just There's come back with something. Couple of reasons: one, it's Superman. Right. And two is more than likely their agreement with the Schuster family probably does not let them because they owe money every time they publish a Superman book. Right. They owe money if they don't is my guess. Nobody knows the real thing between the Schuster family and them. But when they settled, they settled the lawsuit to keep the rights of Superman. There's some sort of financial compensation to them. And more than likely, they have to keep that IP in print in order for it to gotcha. continue. Well, that is some of the rumor of as much as they want to go completely digital you'll still have like 10 comics action detective batman superman wonder woman flash green lantern and like basically, basically in like order your, to keep yeah. it yes mm -hmm. all the main ones yeah well, i was gonna say basically your justice league characters yeah. Yeah. yeah in order to make sure that those ips stay because there's a lot of that language is probably something has to be printed right and available not just digital right um so this past week we also we, we went from having no star wars news to like all of a sudden, got flooded with a it's bunch always of Star stuff. Wars news. We just we just we, make it up. Well, there wasn't really much going on <laughs> this week. You know, there no, was it, each week it was another character added in the Mandalorian season two. I was just like, <laughs> Mandalorian. There, there's a lot of crappy news going along with that. Right Mandalorian now. season two, starring Ahsoka, Rex. I think Cody's in it. Um, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, <laughs> Rex. Um, you know who's not in it. The Mandalorian. Well, no, the Mandalorian's in it, but he just like presents it at the beginning. It's oh. sort of like the opening of like Saving Private <laughs> Thank Ryan. Thank you for watching The Mandalorian. No, he just comes Here in and are. he's like, he's just like, wow, that was a tough time. And then Baby Yoda just walks off to be with like Ahsoka. And then Ahsoka hands him to Luke. Luke hands him to Vader. Vader hands him to Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg takes him on a ride through the ETU verse because they're in the U the Star Wars universe, and then Boba Fett picks him up and hands him off to Bosk. Bosk gives him to Owen and Mace Windu, and then Mace Windu gives him to uh, Kylo Ren, and then he goes back in time and becomes Yoda that we know. Yeah. Um, we were joking about the Mandalorian not being in it, but Favreau did make a comment that was like one of the only things that have been factual so far 
other than the fact we know a lot of different characters are going to be in it, is that there's a lot more stories to tell within this quote-unquote Mandalorian universe mm-hmm. that expand out from the Mandalorian character. What comes from the, the Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly had the pictures, yes. their, their cover stories on the Mandalorian, and so they had photos of, of uh, Cara Dune. And what is, what is uh, Carl's Griff, character? Gr- uh, Grief? Grief? Grief. Grief? Yeah. Not grief. Is it, is it gr- I don't remember. Yes. Grief? I think it's gr- Grief or Griff. Who? It's not Griff. Uh, Griff's too close to Biff. Apollo Creed. Oh. Carl Weathers' character. I can never remember his name. There's a picture of him. There's a picture of the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian on a bike, on a speeder bike with uh, with Baby Yoda on a saddlebag. <laughs> on the side. On the side. On, on a swoop bike. You know, when these things move, you know, like... In a saddlebag. 300 Again, miles an hour. He's not good at protecting him. When I rewatch that season, I'm just like, can't you lock a door? He's strapped in nicely. No, but when... when um, There's straps in that saddlebag. Yeah, when he's got the other... When he's got the, the episode where he runs the job on the New Republic cru- cruiser, right? Mm-hmm. He did with all the other guys and uh, Bill Burr's in it. Yeah. And Bill Burr just happens to open the door, Burr's and there's yeah, <laughs> and there's Baby Yoda. I was like, "How do you not lock that door? You're trying to keep him a secret from everyone." He leaves him with a mechanic. Uh, grief Cargan. Grief. It is grief. G R E E F K A R G A. Surprised they went with a word like that. So in the in the way the quote was is that it gives them a chance to explore other stories. And what people have taken yeah. that for is that it's going to be all these new characters. I didn't realize Emily Swallow is the armor. I, I really, um, I took it as the idea that in the second half of the season, we are going to have an episode with just Cara Dune. We're going to have an episode with just grief or the two of them together. Mm. We know Boba Fett showing up. There's probably going to be an episode that shows you how Boba Fett gets there. This is their chance to tell the Boba Fett story of how he escapes the Sarlacc pit. Why did you read it, dumbass? Jesus Christ. I already saw who's in the first episode. Don't mm-hmm. don't say it. Then. Um, keep that to yourself. It's not who, I, who you would think I would make that comment. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. No, I know it's Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I, I know he's in it. He, he said he's on the set. He's like, I just grab Baby Yoda and go. Um, so I think that's what we'll see. It, it still remains to be seen how big some of the characters that they've given you. I think Boba Fett will play a huge role in the second half. And I said last year that I thought the final episode would have Boba Fett on the, on the, as the cliffhanger. You're right. Um, Which we kind of got that a little bit before a little the bit, last one. Maybe. Um, from what we know now, yes. Yeah, from what we know likely. now, it's the, the, the boots to jingle jangle. Yeah, and we there's been the rumor that Timothy Olfant's character is someone that's in the... Um, Aftermath, Aftermath books, the the the, the, mm. the, the stories mm. in between. It's the one of like the protector, the interludes. The interludes they're on Tatooine. Oh, it's one of the interludes. Yeah, and he's we, a sheriff. We basically. kept thinking that character was actually Boba, but because he has the armor or he has pieces of the armor, it's uh-huh. like in this in the thing. I actually found it because we have like one copy that's in storage, right? One mm. car bought it for like oh we'll put it in the store and hopefully someone will purchase it or whatever. Uh-huh. And I happen to just pop it open to that exact one, and it says something like it's the, it's from the point of view of another character that's like stuck in the desert, and then this character comes up, and he's like the sheriff, the protector, or whatever, right. and it says in an armor that looks somewhat familiar, and okay. so we just always it, assume just, that that was Boba. Oh, okay, yeah, it's an interlude that gives you a slight indication that Boba is there, or at the very least, the armor survives. Mm. And when they announced that Timothy Olyphant was playing a character, it looked like it was the same character. Like the description of his character sounds a lot like who this character is. Right. So it may. I be... think they confirmed it. 
I don't know if the name. I don't think they have officially have confirmed. Yeah, it, it just sounded from the from the the description of the character. It sounded like this character that was in the book, and the idea, the theory is, is that he finds the armor. Yeah, and then Boba Fett, and that's why I think there's a Boba Fett episode because I think he finds the armor, Somehow and then Boba, Boba Fett comes and takes it back from him, huh. and then Boba will show up as its own. As well, it's funny, no team of Morrison is in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's the character that I just saw that's in it. I could say if I said the actress's name, don't say anything. you would know no, who it is, anything. but no one else would. So, um, maybe Mike. There's just the character. Let it go. We Anyways. keep telling you not to talk about it. I know you want to talk. You about messed it, up. I want to ruin so it for everybody. Else. I keep you messed up you and looked. So I, I would know the actress. You get to live though, right? with that for another oh, couple totally. months. You would know the actress and know the character. Yeah, you got two months. Relax. Um, month and a half. So, we. No, it's the second week of October, isn't it? No, it's October 30th. Oh, then we got... Yeah, month and a half. Month and a half, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the I think John Farvo's quote is really more about the characters we've already met. Oh, sure. And the chance that we're going to get... The second thing is this stupid rumor, the cosmic news and this idiot on Twitter who has yes. already gotten into fights with other directors by telling outright, outright lies, is that... Pedro Pascal's really pissed off at some exec at Disney, and uh-huh. so he left the set. And that's why they had to change the second half of the season. I know someone who's been on set. That's not true. Right. I actually know someone who has been on set when it was filming here in California, and I know that's not true. Well, they, they film all of it in California. Well, yes, but the outdoor. Local? Yes. Not yet. There's, there's a couple oh, of yes, physical right. sets. That yes, they yes, use yes. Um, your location setting. So it's more likely that this was always the plan anyway, and it was just... Pedro's not doing as many as as he did. He didn't do <laughs> much in the first one. First one. <laughs> People forget it's like, oh, he was. No, he wasn't. It's all ADR. There's two other people in the suit for most <laughs> of the shots of him in the suit. Yep. Nope. Even like, oh, the close-ups aren't him. No, they're not. It no. Well, yeah. You don't he only to. has to be I in one episode because that's he when he takes his helmet off. That's the benefit of the fact that you never yes. see his face. <laughs> well, I mean, because he, you know, he was filming other, another film at that time. No. Yeah. When. When I he, think he was doing that that Netflix one, wasn't I think he? so, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one with Ben Affleck and 80 other people you didn't know about? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and Poe Dameron. Yeah, right? There's everybody. There's so many people in that film. Well, that yeah, it's, it's those two. It's the guy from Pacific Rim and the guy from Tron. Yeah. They play brothers. And that guy from that other thing and that girl from that one thing and you know the twins. Well, I think it was it. It was, it's Pedro Pascal, Ben Affleck, uh, Oscar Isaacs, Garrett Hedlund. I think. Is he the one from Pacific Rim? I think so. Or maybe he's the one from Tron. No, he's from Tron. He's the one from oh, Tron. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then the guy from... No, yeah, I don't... It's Jeff Johns who's in Pacific Rim. Yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> Why is Jeff Johns in this movie? <laughs> that was bizarre. We both came up at the same time. So I think, I, think, I think the quotes being... With what we know of how many cameo-ish, maybe, characters, or maybe they have big arcs. Huh. And I as much as I... Pedro's in Wonder Woman... Yeah, eighty four. He's, he's Maxwell Lord. Max Lord. That's right. I forgot. He's the villain. Totally forgot. He's just not in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all over the second trailer. Um, I barely have seen that second trailer. I haven't seen the second trailer. Come to think of it, I don't think I watched the whole thing. Um, I don't know if it's really going to be. We'll see. As much as I fear the fact that the Mandalorian, as much as I joke and fear the Mandalorian's not in it. Well, okay. My Who, guess, my guess in terms of what he's saying is the second half is I think we're going to see Kara's story, we're going to see Grief's story, and we're going to see Boba's story as yes. their own episodes. It also Flashbacks. looks like there's a bit of time jump. 
because the pictures they showed grief with a with a gray goatee now. And last episode he had he had the just a regular brown mustache. Well, he runs out of um, just for men. <laughs> he has that all on that planet, and he has to leave that planet. And all the targets are on the outer rim, so yeah. he just doesn't have time to go and get some more. All the space targets. <laughs> well, if, they're, if they're like our targets, they're not going to have much anything anyways. He hasn't found a Cobra Trooper either. Don't worry. <laughs> you should send the Mandalorian on a bounty hunt. He'll find us the... You want to pay that kind of money for him to find you a Cobra Trooper? You have to pay for it anyway. Just to get it for him. It's still cheaper than eBay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I think every week what, what you got to find something. What characters have they quote unquote confirmed? We know Ahsoka's in it. We know Boba's in it. Cad Bane. Uh, I wish. There's, the, there's a rumor that Cad Bane is in it. There's a, there's a ton of rumors Whoa, that yeah, Sabine's yeah. in it because of Ahsoka, that Rex is in it because of Ahsoka. That well, they mentioned half, so half of the even. Mandalorians that they mentioned are going to be in it. Well, I think <laughs> Rex because the that concept art came out with him. Yes, uh, and when they first the rumor like when the it was the first rumor that Tim was going to be in it, they thought he was going to play Rex. Yeah. yeah, and then they admitted that he's Boba because I don't think they thought they were going to be able to keep that a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me think he plays a huge role in the second half of the series. It's yeah. just like there's no way we can film five episodes with Timmy Morrison playing Boba Fett and it not getting out. Although they right. filmed eight episodes with a $7 million Yoda puppet and were able to make sure that that didn't come out as anything that was seri- mm-hmm. taken seriously. Um, I don't think, I don't remember anything for that coming. There out was before. the rumor early because you, you actually mentioned it. The rumor was, is that they were going to explore Yoda's, they were going to explore the Yoda's species past somehow yeah. in the series. And because it didn't make any sense yeah. at the time, everybody threw it away. Mm-hmm. And we forgot about it because it was months before it came out. It was like early summer. Yeah. And then we get to the end of the first episode like, oh. And then it wasn't until like two weeks later that we remembered there was someone who had that rumor that right. somehow Yoda's character mm-hmm. or species was going to play a part of it. And obviously it does. Um, as the cutest thing that's ever come out of And everybody Wars. lost their collective minds. That made, the, that made Wicket look just like Oh, old... Wicket looks like a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, it's, it's the Simpsons episode with the sheep. You know, oh, yeah. well, the sheep there, oh. and, then, and, then, and then Wicket comes oh. back and like, get out of here, you stupid sheep. <laughs> Wicket oh. used to be the cutest thing in the Star Wars universe. Wicket and Porgs, man. Porgs are the best. Well, Wicket was there, and then the Porg came. But everybody hated the Porgs from the start because everybody hated Last Jedi because it was written well. <laughs> My shirt came. I can't wait to wear it. Uh, well, that, that reminds me. I, I was at... Uh, I People to are going to punch me. What is I it? bought a shirt say, written and directed by Ryan Johnson from Super Yaki. I'm going to wear it Celebration. <laughs> like, right here. I was going to wear my Last Jedi shirt anyway. Um, but when I saw that shirt, I'm like, I'm buying that. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to wear it for a year. That's cool. But I'm going to wear it to Celebration. <laughs> just to do a movie. I know. It makes you think about Star Wars. It's crazy. <laughs> It doesn't cop out by making Ray into only three people are allowed to have the force. Kenobi's Skywalker's and Palpatine's everybody else. F them. Yeah. Get them out of here. You know, it's weird. No, we, uh, Beth and I were at target last week and a shocker. I know, right? Was it a space target? No. And I was no. buying a mountain trooper. Just for doing- <laughs> shocker. I, I was buying a mountain trooper <laughs> and, uh, this, the kid behind the counter, you know, was like, Oh, are you a star Wars fan? Nope. And it's just like I'm selling it on eBay. I thought, I thought, here we go. He goes, "Did you guys go? You know, have you been to Star the Star Wars Land yet?" And I was thinking, oh, "This is just you know." Did you not- yell at him like it's called Batu? No, no, no. Oh, so you don't do that to him, but you did it to me for yes. like six months. Um, <laughs> but he, he was like, "Oh, you know," and I'm just kind of you know. Normally, you see a lot of, especially younger kids or anything. It's like, oh, you, you know, they just 
trying to make this small isn't talk for you, and then they just want you to get your the red card or whatever. And the kid, you know, Beth they talked to kids about getting into the red card. Well, he's not a kid, kid. I mean, he was obviously working there. <laughs> oh, like I thought he was talking to other kids. No, no, no. He's talking. They asked, hey, little they Billy, asked Bella. No, you want a red card, little Beth Asty. Beth Asty, you know, oh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? And I thought, you know, this kid's he's going to be like, you know, oh, I like the Force Awakens or something like this. And he's like, well. You know, I think one of my first, my I guess I really like the old trilogy. I, I like episode five, you know, because it really, you know, it was different. It was darker and it went into detail and stuff. He goes, but I guess out of the, out of all of them, Rogue One happens to be my favorite. He goes, I liked how it really felt like the old trilogy, but gave you newer technology to do it. And... I liked how it tied right into episode four. I'm looking, I'm going, this kid's probably about 16, 17. I'm like, I did not expect this at all. Oh, remember, these are their And Rich signed up for the red card right there. (laughs) No, we already had one, but but it was just, it was weird hearing a millennial or a kid, you know, Gen X or Z or whatever the hell this one's called, talking about Star Wars as somebody that grew up with the original trilogy. Shocker. People actually do have good taste. <laughs> so, well, it's I'm also just saying, because we, we talk about, sometimes we've talked about how you can tell uh, when a person grew up by their taste in Star Wars. It's the entry point. It's Kevin yeah. Smith always mentioned it with Batman. Right. There's, there's three places that people entered into Batman. The 66 series, the 89 movie, mm-hmm. and the animated series. Right. Well, there's more now than you have uh, Nolan's. But, you know, in terms of... What people saw in movie theaters. Yes. You know, we're old. We saw saw the the originals. Correct. You know, when they first came out, or at the very least, for me, the re-release of, of episode four right. before episode five. So we've seen them all. We went through all this. We've gone through You have a generation of people. You forget there's a generation of people that their favorite movie, a Star Wars movie, is episode three. Yeah. Because, like, it was so cool, and it had these great saber fights, and, and the Palpatine was so good in it and everything. And you realize, for us... Nothing's. You have to go into it. This is the problem I have with the Star Wars fans. I don't like the new ones because they're not the old. Nothing's going to top Empire for us because we were six. Right. This is amazing. This is incredible. This that is, reveal of Darth Vader. The hell with the reveal for Darth Vader. I saw a metal dinosaur shooting lasers out of its head. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? I want this for the rest of my life. And as a Southern California kid, snow. This is amazing. <laughs> like, people, oh, you can do stuff in snow. And again, being young, that was it. And you, as you grew up, you could ride mechanical dinosaurs. Yeah, this is oh, I can pilot a mechanical dinosaurs and shoot people. This is awesome. Well, the great thing about Hoth also was when I actually grew up, where there was snow, that when you get a major snow, you get to take all your Star Wars toys out and then the lose snow. them, and then you find them in the spring. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where my blaster went. You know, when my whenever my dad would do uh, would mow the backyard, found your stormtrooper. Oh. <laughs> Um, did you see the, the speaking of that? Did you see where somebody found one a stormtrooper stuck in a tree where the tree had grown around it where they forgot it was cool. there? Yeah. I had anything nothing like that. But for a while, my neighbor and I used to separate the Star Wars figures that that I had or whatever. Each of us would have like twenty figures, and each of us would pick like the backyard. One of us would have the backyard, and one would be in the front, and it was hide and seek. Yeah, so you had to put all twenty figures out, and if you could find Oof. all twenty, and there was a day, I, I was in the front, eighteen. He only found 18. And those last two, is like, where'd you put them? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. We had so many more trees in the front yard. And I, it was like two weeks later in the plum tree. I'm like, oh, hey, there's Dengar. <laughs> Where's the other one? Still have no idea. <laughs> Never found that figure again. <laughs> I'm just like, I have no idea where that figure went. 
Um, Hope it's one hilarious. two of. It's hilarious if you're just look, you're cleaning out everything. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> It's, it's, it's I do like find like weird things. You start digging holes in the front yard I because you're going to plant a something. I found a blaster in, in the backyard like five years ago. <laughs> you know, one of the old, I was like, oh, hey, oh my goodness. It was like finding the bat. I, I found a bat in like a, a box. Yeah. And I was like, this thing's <laughs> probably been in the box since 2000 because it's the old style and the O-ring's broken. And I probably put it in the box trying to fix it. But it's probably been sitting in there for like 20 years. Um, How are we talking about? I don't remember anymore. Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, what were you talking about? Because I, I mentioned the guy from uh, Target. Oh, yes. Yeah. His family. Yeah, the new generation of, of people. And, and once you accept that it's not going to be better. Right. I'm not looking for a movie to be better than Empire. But boy, Last Jedi was close. Yeah. Rogue One was close for me. In terms of entertainment value. And that's the other thing. All those movies affect you in a different way. Sure. Empire, the- Empire is, is the movie that I, that I watched and realized... Okay, I know that's not real. How the hell do they make that? So I got interested in movie making, mm-hmm. the storytelling tropes of it. Watching Return of the Jedi a few years later, and then after, a few years later after that, I'm like, wait a minute. He tongue-effed his sister. Like, wait, what is this? And then even later realizing there's no plan for this. Right. This is, and we'll get to that with the, with the Daisy Ridley story. There was no plan. He didn't have it cut in stone. Again, everyone forgets. Lucas wrote... In, in every interview said, I'm writing Return of the Jedi. I'm on the second or third draft. I got Luke under the gantry. He's thrown away his saber or whatever, or he's, he's, he's put a slayer down. I'm not fighting him. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. How the hell am I getting him out of the gantry? I need to get him pissed off so that he beats Vader. I know. I make Leia his sister. They're twins. And Darth Vader decides, I'm going to turn your sister to the dark side. Need to, and he gets need pissed to get off because he realizes... Four hours ago, he discovers that Leia's his sister. So all of a sudden, that jumble of feelings really settles itself really quickly. Because I got two and a half movies of him going, yeah, I'm tapping that. Well, mm-hmm. Leia's feelings. It's your sister. What? And then jumps Leia's out and, and destroys yeah, whatever. So subside. it's this, this idea that that anything's planned for it. Damn, and she's only she's one just... of the two women in this whole galaxy. <laughs> one of the one. Really? No. Was it Mon Mon Mothma at the time? Yeah, but she too? doesn't count. Like she's there's no way she's she a woman. It. Yeah, but he's not getting with the top of the rebellion. Hey, you never. It's know. either that or the Iron shoot for the stars, kid. Well, no, you also had the six boobed woman on Tatooine. Yeah, but he came there with a purpose. He had to rescue his friend <laughs> Ula. And his, I mean, and his he sister. didn't even save Ula. He missed you know. and his sister and and the Wookiee. So three. Again, there's only two black people in the galaxy back then, too. And one of them works for the other one. <laughs> well, three. One of them works for the other one, and the third one lives in the city that he owns. Yes. Yeah. We forget that Will, Will, Will Rowe Hood is, is also yes. a person of color. Ice cream man. Ice cream man. Oh. Who the hell is that? Fast running of the ice cream Which, man. that's not the first time you see the ice cream machine. Yeah, no, it's at home. Like, no. You gonna... uh, Luke is packing it in the uh, X-Wing when he's leaving Dagobah. Yeah, that planet sucks. It has I to saw, have ice cream. I saw it sitting there. I, I, How I, do you think he got he got Yoda to trade him? He's like, here, taste this. It's chocolate. <laughs> I've watched Empire, I can't even, t- I mean, probably more than 500 times. And it wasn't until I was Just watching. Just this week. I, wasn't watch, I was watching it no, the other day. Gardens. I was watching it the other day, and I'm seeing him load up. 
the X-Wing, you know, from underneath the compartment. I see, oh, this is so cool because you get to see all that. Wait a minute. That's the ice cream machine. How have I never noticed that before? So I thought that, you know, it was a cool thing. Um, but yeah, the Mandalorian, there, there's been a lot of things, you know, I, there's other characters we that have been confirmed that we haven't mentioned that we talked about, you know, would probably show up just because of the name affiliations that we knew of in episode, or the first season. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. But there, there was also that article mentioned something well, the names about... names that aren't revealed in the show, but revealed in the toys. Mm. Well, yeah, so yes. Um, At least one of the toys. Well, because there were other people, that, I mean, there were, there were other names that were... There's tons of names, there's tons of things. We're going to see everything. Um, Darth Maul's going to be in it. Jesus? Probably. Jesus is confirmed for the last episode. Both Vec shows up and he's just like, you're coming with me, dead or alive. And Jesus, no, my son. No, Jesus, no Jesus, Jesus is the one that pulls him from the Yeah, he, he rises him from the, the Sarlacc. Drink my blood rises and you're infected with midichlorians. Yeah. He rises him to the Skywalker. Rise, my son. Can you imagine what Jesus' is midichlorian count is? <laughs> Master, it's over 9,000. It's over 9,000. Hey, um, did you read Thrawn yet? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, the Skywalker comment made me think of that. Um, there was also something in that article that said that uh, that um, well, the trailer for The Mandalorian, the reason that they haven't released a trailer yet is because Disney is so upset with it or something. That that one author of that yeah, article. It's complete. Complete, complete it's, yes. Yes, because she's been, she's been outed 20 times for yeah. complete BS. She got in a fight with the director of Birds of Prey about a deleted scene, this the deleted movie. scene that does not exist. Right. Director said, I'm telling you, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, you don't know anything. I'm the director of the <laughs> film. It's like those guys that tried... There's this thing a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Some guy tries to explain Spider-Man to Dan Slott. <laughs> it was about like his the quips or something. Or? No, it was about the oh. character. It was like his quips and everything. And Dan Slott makes some comment about the quips, and this guy's like, no, he quips that because he's he's insecure and afraid of his power, blah, 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 blah. If you had ever read a Spider-Man comic, you'd understand that. And Dan Slott, yeah, you're right. I didn't read any Spider-Man comics. I wrote it for 10 years. <laughs> well, you obviously don't get the character. I was like, and then one, I was like did this guy just mansplain Dan <laughs> Spider-Man to a guy who wrote it for a decade? Probably mansplaining the, the actual comics that he mm-hmm. wrote, too. Uh, Daisy Ridley. It's finally, not Spider-Man. It's not Spider-Man, but finally came out and said that she is she a Kenobi. Finally. Well, in an article, she... Uh, wasn't in an article. This is an no, interview. It was, it was Josh a, Gad yeah. interviewing... Oh, sorry, Josh, was Josh Gad was doing... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel was taking like two months off. And so there's been guest hosts because everything's from home. Uh, okay. But it was an interview because it's Josh Gad interviewing Yes, it's her. an interview, but what it I wasn't said. a... I said you an said an article. Oh, yeah. I'm an interview. Josh Gad was interviewing Daisy Ridley. And of course, they have history as Gad did, did this series of videos... Um, where he kept pestering Daisy to re- to reveal oh. secrets about Well, they Star were on Murder, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, they're doing that as well. Uh-huh. But yeah, so they have a long history of it. So he's, the be- he began with it with like, okay, I'm not going to pester you about Star Wars questions, except I'm going to pester you with Star Wars questions. And one of the things that she reveals is that he asked something like, was she always going to be a Palpatine? Mm-hmm. And Daisy says she was a lot of different things. In a draft, she was a Kenobi. And when we got to episode eight, Brian's idea of her being nobody was going to be the idea, and then it became a Palpatine again. So obviously, these things are changing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yes, the, one of the rumors for the longest time is that she was connected to Kenobi, that Kenobi and Satine decided to <laughs> do the space pushy. Well, not Satine, because she dies. The space well, pushy. Before, that she has the baby in secret. Oh, she, well, she had, yes, his, his, his granddaughter. Son. Yes. Anakin can do it, so why can't I? Paul Patine well, that had, was Paul part Patine of that, that storyline to me was when he gets upset with Anakin, um, in episode two, he goes on a rage sex sex well, campaign. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> that, the, his relationship with Satine, whatever it was, is prior to episode two. Mm. Prior so, to Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah, so when he gets upset with Anakin about trying to stop the ship and save Padme and everything, it comes from a place where he realizes I've been in this situation before, and you cannot be a Jedi and be in a relationship. And then the change that we then see through the Clone Wars TV series, and we get to the season where. He knows Anakin is in a relationship with Padme, but he can't say anything about it because mm-hmm. he's he's riding that fence of how much am I going to yell at him for something that I wanted to do as well? And is part of my part of the way that I treat him in the fact that he got what I wanted, but because of where I was at the time, I gave that up because not only because of him, but also because of Satine. The rumor was is that before somewhere that whatever that relationship was before episode two. She has a baby in secret, and then Ray is the granddaughter. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's more interesting is that because you know how he tells Anakin not to not to choose duty over love. Basically, I think it's more interesting is if he chose love over duty and made the mistake, you know, and whatever happened, you know, a Jedi or something died because he chose love over it, and that's why he is He's so, so against it and yeah. so against it. Obi-Wan Kenobi's favorite movie is uh, La La Land. <laughs> Love sucks, Anakin. Trust me. Just save Jazz. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it just proved that, you know, there were a lot of rumors back when The Force Awakens was coming out of who she was. And there were a lot of people that were very adamant that she was Kenobi's granddaughter. There were a lot of people that there were people she that was were still adamant Palpatine's granddaughter. episode four was the... Nine that we're still going to find out who the hell Snoke was. Yeah, they tell you who he is. No, no, that's not true. You find out <laughs> that's what he's just—he's just a clone. He's just a made-up person. I think he. I think there's more to it than that, and that we'll get. We'll find out. He's a clone. Maybe that's, it's. Um, no, you never. You didn't read the Kylo Ren comic. No, but I had. Well, but there's something more than him being a clone. I think it was more like he was a Sith Lord or something that was trying to live forever. Almost like he, he could have been Plagueis. No, he's, he's created by Palpatine to be the puppet so that Palpatine doesn't have to re- reveal himself before yeah. he gets to the point where he can... It'd be interesting to know what Snoke was in Episode 7 because by Episode yeah. 9, the idea, the backstory of the idea is that Snoke is created as a, as a basically a vessel right. to be the leader instead in his stead and yes. Palpatine's stead of the first order right and so it's really just palpatine yes because he's li- he's a literal puppet of palpatine and then he gets defeated of course and oh it seems so good Ryan johnson's terrible <laughs> he only gave us a great lightsaber battle <laughs> i don't i it was no i well that throne room battle is awesome i love that that is so well done I, I like beef I don't know. Before the Praetorian Guards started yes. fighting, I, I liked the setup of how they killed Snoke. Oh, that, that's more fantastic. so than yeah. just the, the whole more so than the, the actual the fight. battle with yeah. the Praetorian Guards. Oh, I love the battle with the, tor- the Guards. 
It's a good one. It's still for me that final uh, lightsaber battle between Obi Obi Wan and Anakin. Oh yeah, because it's something. You, well, imagine waiting for that for like thirty years, yeah. right? Because when when we were kids, it was whatever it was. I don't remember. It was an interview or something with Lucas, and Lucas says, "Yeah, uh, Kenobi and because you don't know that Vader and Kenobi knew each other at the time." Mm-hmm. And they said Kenobi fights Vader in the past and puts him into a vat of lava, and that's why he has the things but they didn't know each other and kenobi tries to kill him and no. so when that when you know that's going to happen in episode three and i still remember like sitting there in the theater <laughs> i mean you were there with me because you mm-hmm. stood in line for 12 hours uh and then we show up at nine o'clock like, hey what's up <laughs> i basically did that too i said ethan i'm going to lunch all right ethan i'm not coming back the line's already starting to go around <laughs> the building <laughs> all right i'll see you when i get one <laughs> mikey grab the grab the spot in line First, second in line, something like that. Second. Yeah. And then uh, me and my friend go up and just like, okay, cool. We're here. Uh, But just sitting there like, okay, this is going to happen. Yeah, but you already knew about it. That's what I mean. Because they couldn't wait to see. They were like, it was like going to be the most epic lightsaber battle. Right. 10 minutes of the film. You, you, they had the, the shots in the trailer of the mm-hmm. two of them. Yeah. They're, they're each holding each other's well, lightsaber. Remember when they also did the hyperdrive? Yeah. And so, but just to sit there at the time, we like, I'm yeah. waiting for this for like Yeah, and the score was great oh, behind that, that too. Yeah. I love that that's soundtrack. That's the reason I bought that phone. <laughs> I bought that. I signed up for what the hell was it? Was it singular or something? No. It uh, got bought by AT&T eventually, but it had it had this little screen on the front. It was a flip phone. It had a little screen on the front, a little square. And it came it was Sony one. Sony no, had No, no, it wasn't. I think it was a Sony phone. No, it wasn't a Sony phone. It was Oh God! It don't even make sounds anymore. Might even an Ericsson phone or something like that. But um, when you signed up for AT and T or whatever it was before that, you got a package of ten images from Star yeah. Wars, and it had like two ringtones, and you could get all these ringtones that were like specific. So I had I had that <laughs> back when you had to buy ringtones. Yes, kids. I had huh? that. I yeah. had. Um, oh, you still do now? I had Duel of the Fates, no. and well, I had I had um, I had Obi Wan's. Uh, uh, I loved you, Anakin. Yeah. You're my brother, Anakin. Yeah, that's a good speech. You were supposed to destroy this. Well, you remember? Join them, <laughs> and then of course, twenty years, twenty five years later, to get Bananakin, which is one of the funniest. <laughs> Bananakin. <laughs> so there's a picture, <laughs> Obi Wan, and Anakin, and Anakin's face is on a banana. <laughs> it's Obi Wan saying, "You are my brother, Bananakin." <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It's like the thing when the memory came up with the other one is oh, it's the Mario but it's Mama. I can never remember my name. I'm a sorry green Mario. And I showed I it love the that. streets and I couldn't stop laughing. And he just looks at me like, why is that so funny? He's like, I can't tell you why. That the grumpy cat. What's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? Shit. Scoop it. <laughs> the banana can you my brother banana can. And it's just him like, I hate you. I <laughs> Well, do you remember all the episode three action figure? The marketing for Hasbro. Yeah, was, I went and bought them all for Mike. Yeah, was the the all these jackets? This is one of my favorite stories. Like so the, the 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 doors open at Target. He's working the toy section at the time. So I go in. Yeah, I know. I was one these, of those people in line. There's all these dorks, you know, trying to grab whatever. Me and oh, he uh, to meet my potato. <laughs> So Mikey comes out. All I do is I grab one of like the Senate cards or whatever, 
And then Mikey comes out with a box of everything. He's like, hey, what's up? What's up, bro? And I just put it in and walk away. And like these three doors are like, what the hell? It's like, it pays to know someone. I worked here for five years. No, I was talking about that the marketing had Obi-Wan and Anakin with the cross lightsabers yeah. with the lava coming behind them. Yeah, I have this cool um, foil image of that. That, yeah. um, that might have come with a DVD release or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is... that's Episode three's lightsaber battles are insane. Yeah. No. I mean... Well, except for uh, Mace Windu's with... Uh, with Bowman. Anakin, no, don't... Yeah. The battle leading up to that point is excellent. Mm-hmm. As like I said, when you don't expect... Eh. When you don't expect a Sith Lord to do a 960 at yes. you... <laughs> it, it's... Because he just, want, I mean, it makes Kit Fisto and all these, you know, all of them look like these Jedi masters. He's look, like, that's they, what the, that's what the point. The problem, yeah. the problem I have with it is because of the pacing of the way that it's been edited or whatnot. It looks very slow. So you feel like mm. these guys have time to react. Where if they edited it better to make it look like they didn't have time to react, and he was when when, when Palpatine spins oh, towards him, that was my only yeah. thing. It was like I'm looking Why at it, and I'm like. You don't like a block. You guys are Jedi Knights. You know? I think that's part of the... Why couldn't he just do a lightsaber swing and well, throw his lightsaber? At any point in which you realize that the best thing that you could ever do with a lightsaber is just use it as a true FBA and fencing and just point it forward. Why are you swinging it? Because <laughs> the reason that you swing a broadsword is because the tip is not as strong as the sides. Like right. You're cutting into people. Not you're Trying to stab them, you're not going to get through the armor. So without armor... With a lightsaber, you literally just use it as a blaster. Well, no, because lightsabers are more like katanas. Yeah, but it'll katanas, burn. You still, you still stab people with katanas. Well, yes. The idea mm-hmm. that katanas were used as a sword fighting is incorrect. Katanas were used to stab people. Mm-hmm. Like, going forward, yes, that's harder if parry, to block. If I parry or block your... your, uh, your if you move your it tip, to this, if I, your thrust. right there. Like yes, if, your thrust, thank you. Trust me. It's just like the ones like when, when someone comes down and they just turns it off. And the saber goes right, you know, just goes right past, and then you just put him into it. That's what I'm talking about. It's a movie. It doesn't, yeah, it looks stupid. It's just like, you know, the good guy can't get shot for 45 times. Right, that's why the stormtroopers can't hit anything. It's the reason why James Bond can get shot four times and he's fine, but he puts one round from a Walther PP-8 as a 9mm into a dude's shoulder, and the guy's dead. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Well, because, you know, sand people aren't as precise as stormtroopers. You know, but neither stormtroopers. Stormtroopers can't hit the blind the blind side of a barn. The, the blind side of a the barn. blind, blind side, of a barn. side of a barn. Yeah, there's one side of the barn that has eyes, and it's really creepy. But the other side, none. So it's blind. No, all three. There's three sides with eyes, and then there's the one side that doesn't have eyes. Therefore, that it's the blind side of the barn. Well, do you think there's a front and back, and then there's two so sides? So, anyways, <laughs> no, we need to discuss this blind side of the barn idea. <laughs> so, anyways, like you know what you can do. If we wanted to, we could all watch Empire Strikes Back together on Disney Plus now with a viewing party because Disney... Yeah, we, we can go sit in that room. Or we can go sit in the room over there. <laughs> but if you're... If, uh, and here's what I haven't figured out about the streaming service yet. if Because the, they this is still, I guess, more talk than, than uh, worked out all the details. If they're going to do group viewing, right... Does that mean that everybody has to have the streaming service? Yes. I would imagine. Absolutely. I think that's the yeah. point of it. Well, then the group viewing kind of It's is the same with Netflix. Netflix has an extension on a web browser where you can do parties, but everybody has to have say, a Netflix account. I thought, I thought I saw that earlier because there's a couple places. People share it. passwords, so when they well, sign yes. up, they do it. But that's <laughs> their idea but is we, to if, make sure you see, have the streaming service. If we shared service. passwords, if you're only allowed to watch it on four devices, 
then that means if we have a fifth no, person, no, they can't. In a, in a group, no, I understand. Yes, in a group thing, yeah. you wouldn't. But yes, it's a chance to... Um, uh, there's something that we're doing for uh, the hockey playoffs, for the NHL playoffs, and it's an app called Hot Mike. Right. And you have a host, which in this case is one of the two hosts of the Puck Podcast, or both of them. And then you enter into a room and you sync up your game with them. So you're all mm-hmm. watching the game that's going on at the same time in the same time frame. And everybody else is a chat. It's not right. like, a, a, like a, a Zoom sort of thing. And then you have the two videos and they can talk. So that way you're, you're kind of watching the game with everybody. Yes. And so I'm imagining this is sort of the same it's thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. We'd all be watching. It, it's it's a app version of the, the virtual dates I'm having with Melissa Right. In terms of, of watching a movie, yes, as we started at the same time so that we're talking about the same scenes or, or interesting quotes or, or, or yeah. quips. It'd and be stuff more like interesting that. is like if you enter in, well, let's say that you, you know, it allows you the chance to, to create a room almost, right? Mm-hmm. And then one person starts the movie and it starts for everybody at the same time that's instead probably of everybody trying to sync it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's more that than likely if you're using whoever the, same the host app. is. Yeah, so right. in the case of the Hot Mic app, what it does is whoever the host is, so let's say it's Eddie, yeah, uh, who's one of the hosts of the Puck Podcast. So he starts his game. There's an option in the mic to sync your game with Eddie's. Right. And what it is is he's doing, because um, he's the host, he sets up, we're watching it on NBC. And so wherever you are, it's going to, if you turn on NBC, the app will go to wherever Eddie's game is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so everybody's synced up. It doesn't always work. Because it's not doing it off of an app. If everyone's on the Disney Plus thing, that's easy enough. Like, you're all in a room, and let's say you're the host. Yeah. When you press play, it starts on all of our mm-hmm. own Disney Correct. Plus. It's just like a video game. Yes. Everyone's in the room to yeah. start playing Halo against each other, and then whenever it actually starts, everybody's game starts at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll be the same thing. Yeah. We'll be in a lobby, and then we all go into the theater Right, it'll the give you time. a countdown of, yeah. you know, five, four, three, and then it'll go into Go we'll get your popcorn... It was probably um, popped like four days ago. So Disney officials were all, another sticking with Disney Plus real quick. Um, Disney officials were saying that the Disney Plus release set up a lot of good synergistic value for their new Star release. Star is the new app that they're going to be releasing that is going to have like boobies. I honestly, I think that they're going to add because Disney owns Stars. The you know the the cable streaming or the cable the cable service that nobody has cable service yes I think that it's going to have stars shows you know Hulu and what you know FX all that stuff that would be on Hulu all on this one so it's going to you know it's not just going, and that's why they Hulu. call it. that's why I don't understand it but I think I think it's going to be additional with the star stuff that's why star stuff that's why they're calling it star. I think it's just a place to put something that doesn't fit in there. Mm-hmm. I think that's where all the Fox family stuff will go. Family friendly stuff. Basically. Rather than go to Hulu. Because the thing is, is, is we remember that they own what? Three quarters of Hulu? Actually, they, they own, own the whole they thing. Own the whole thing. thing. Yeah, they, they, they just, they Universal 61% and then they, then they, they, they bought everything and then, some, yeah. And, but, but they still have, uh, NBC still has creative content on it or something. Correct. Like so if you're asking people to pay for Hulu, which you are as a part of the the package deal. So you're getting that money from Hulu. If you're doing star just to put the Hulu stuff there, what's going to happen to Hulu? What's going to happen to Hulu, which people are already paying for. So Hulu becomes a 
like AT&T now or YouTube TV. It becomes a live TV service. Or they just integrate those subscriptions into the star. If, if it's like, okay, we're porting. If Warner Brothers didn't do that for DC Universe. Nah. Well, I'm saying I'm if, you, if Hulu, you're. Hulu will become a, a sling or. Uh, it already is. And it's right. massively expensive. That's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because you're also paying for the other part of the streaming service as well. Hulu, Hulu had think... that live TV option. And then last year it increased by something like 65% mm-hmm. in one year. That's why I think that everybody it becomes, it. it becomes Disney's version of. Uh, of you know, AT&T now or whatever it is, sling. Uh, My guess would be that star becomes a small service that isn't very expensive. That is a dumping ground for the stuff that they don't feel comfortable putting on. Oh, Disney sure. Plus. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that's already on Disney plus that you might have a problem with can go there. Star is the type of place where I see if we're going to ever release song of the South to be a historical piece that has um, commentary throughout about what this is and yeah. why it's problematic. It's going to go to star. Yes. Who framed Roger Rabbit, which we watched on Disney plus like two months ago. Melissa yep. and I did and just went like, I don't know if this should be on here. That <laughs> moves to Disney plus. Those types of things can move to Disney plus the old touchstone pictures can move there. And now you have an opportunity. You're, instead of putting all of the aliens and predator films on Hulu that people are already paying for and not upcharging for films that people will come to find. That'll go to star. Do you see Ridley can... Scott said he's going to do another. He's already in the works on doing another alien. Yeah, because every time we tell him to stop, he doesn't. Because well, no one's been happy with the last two sort of alien films. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he did, he's the one that did uh, uh, raise, uh, Raising by Wolves or Raised by Wolves that's on uh, HBO Max. Which I, is, I, would, I, would be, I would not be shocked to see an alien in the background. Because remember, that, there, there, was there is not, a, there is that a, Prometheus was not supposed to be an alien movie, and it was a total alien movie. Well, let's see. The Necromancer... Um, Android on there kind of does spit acid and stuff. Mm-hmm. There is an there is an alien creature that is. When I first saw it, I, at first I thought it was a xenomorph. There you go. But it's you know it could be a xenomorph <laughs> taking on the form of some other creature. Because you know they change depending on what, what species the they who, who was who was supposed to do that. Who was going to do another alien movie? Was it? It wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't Gabriel Del Toro. It was. Um, they talked about the Toro doing one at one point. Yeah, wasn't wasn't Blumkoff supposed to do one? I think so. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But yeah, but according, according to the article I read, Scott is. So this he's is not in problem. pre-production. He's people just, get ex- people get excited to see other creators do it, and then Ridley Scott seems to take it away from them and just like, okay, I'll make the next one because sure. like people were excited for Blumkoff. Yes. People were excited to see what the hell can Guillermo del Toro do with an alien film. And then Which I no, think it would be amazing, dead. actually. It would be amazing, but it also would be massively confusing and no one understands. <laughs> I see. I don't. Uh, I went back and watched Prometheus a few times, and I actually enjoy it. If you take Prometheus as a film, it's fine. When you take Prometheus as a part of the alien mythos, it fails. And when you take Prometheus as it was intended to be promised, which was had nothing to do with Alien, sure, it's it it doesn't live to it. Uh, I've never I seen Covenant. I don't mind it. Whatever the second one was, I think that was Covenant. Yeah, yeah Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that. I gotta I gotta watch that. I don't point. mind. I don't mind Prometheus being quote unquote part of the Alien universe. I don't either because he tries to explain a little bit of it, but there's also there's that that part of I think the fandom that never really wants it explained. Oh, totally. That there isn't, you know, not everything needs to be explained. They're, yeah. they're these crazy creatures. That, I mean, Dark Horse did such a great job of building a mythos around them in their comic books, and now they've lost them. Um, but see, that I think that's also its downfall, is that 
they Dark Horse did such a great job with yeah. Alien, and they did you know such a Look great at job. What with happened Alien with the expanded universe? That's what that, that's exactly where I was getting yes. at. It's because they did such a great job with that, and with Alien versus Predator, that when they finally got that on the screen, people were disappointed because it wasn't what they were reading. You know, nine times out of ten, when you watch a movie that you've read the book for, you're not going to get the book on the screen. You know, but people, you know, and people still to this day are like, you know, dis- finding themselves disappointed because they're not getting that, even though they're going into the the film knowing that they're most likely not going to get that. That's the thing. People should just stop. Well, see, assuming that they they're going to get what they read. So. I think that's why one reason why I enjoy the Ready Player One movie, you know, because it's different than the book. It's you know, it follows the same plot. And and, and it follows the same linear storyline, but it's different. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the same way. Mm. It's different than the book, but it still follows that linear story, you know, that linear plot that was put out in the book. Mm. But it gives you a different, not a reimagining, so to speak, but just a retelling of it in a different way. Mm. It's pretty reimagined. Which? Movie, Ready Player. Yeah, movie's uh, movie's much different than the book. Oh, it, yes, it's much different. Uh, it's more. I mean, the book's obviously more in depth. It's like, you know, you can't do no one. Not everybody can do the Hobbit or or Lord of the Rings, and even Lord of the nobody Rings, should do the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, you can't. You know, even the Harry Potter films. Every you know, the first two, which followed the books, which were pretty much verbatim to the books. Yes, and that was part of their downfall. People don't like them as much as they like the rest of them because they differ from the books. I've always said, if you're going to translate something directly, there's no reason to translate. Right. I don't need to see the book word for word on a screen with actors that you assume are playing it. Mm -hmm. Give me something that's, that's different. That's a different take. It may not work. And that's why I say there's some books that you really shouldn't put up on the screen. Right. Because you're just watching it going, there's whatever choice you make is going to be wrong because the book is so good or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, That was, the same thing with the EU. When yes. you guys are like, just mark the Thrawn films. No, because one, Mark Hamill's too old to play the Luke Skywalker that's in those <laughs> right. films. You're never going to be happy with who plays Thrawn. Yep. You know, when you have him as a as a cartoon, it makes sense. The voice is perfect. You can oh, read yeah. that book in the voice. You're like, this is awesome. Sometimes I read out loud in his voice. Well, have you have you read the or seen the new Clone Wars uh, audiobook that they've done? Yeah. Well, it's it's a book book too. Yes. But yes, it's a. Are they really? Because yeah. I because they did the, the they've done it uh, the there's the audio book with the actors that did the yes, voices. There is a print book of it. The audio book is so good because you hear you get to hear the voices. Yeah. I think so. there's a print book with it. I thought I put it. On I, I didn't think there was. I, I thought put it, it on just, Amazon, so I'm pretty sure it's there. Um, but with you're 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 not going to be happy with no. it. No, the, the fandom isn't going to be happy. There'll be people like. Well, I remember when I went to see Sin City. And Sin City is a great comic book. Yes. Because it's a great comic book. Yes. It is not a good film. No. Because the dialogue does not work. Correct. X-Men. You put them in the black suits. Yes, because those suits look stupid. On the screen in, in 2000, that would have never worked. The colored ones. Yeah. They, they, they the did it. In, gold, yeah. in, by the time they get to first class, after 20 years of these films or whatever... You accept it. It's not a big, that first one would have never worked. No, that's why they even make the joke. They in make there. the joke. What would make more sense? Yellow and blue spandex. Yeah, and that's to make them look like a you know some gay SWAT team was perfect. Right. You know. Like... <laughs> wow. No, that's what it We're is. We're coming in. 
<laughs> Maybe that was acceptable in 2000, but not yeah. in 2020. Blue and yellow spandex is acceptable yeah. in 2020, but it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, hell, it's on our screen right now. Blue and yellow spandex. The Rams are playing. Um, yes. Uh, so I, I want something different. I'm on, I, what I've said is my, my dis, if I have a disappointment in the MCU so far after 10 <laughs> years, it's that they haven't taken as many chances. Well, I, don't need, planet- I don't need Civil War. and, and it's, I don't need the exact stories that you guys already did. Planet Hawk works so well in Thor Ragnarok because it was different than the book. Yeah, because it's not Planet Hulk. It has nothing to do. With no, it. But, but I'm still. You had you had that arena you battle. Used, you yes, had you, you, they gave you the arena some of the battle, characters, and that was it. And you used the Beyonder that that doesn't really fit into that sort. Of, so when they kind of mix stuff up, to me, it's a lot more fun. And that's why I said I'd love to see the next Avengers film be versus Magneto. Yes, give me a villain that's not a classic Avengers villain. Well, no. speaking of an Avenger. And Thor Ragnarok. Chris Hemsworth has came out and said that Thor Love and Thunder will not be his last film in the MCU. That he's we always kind of figured out of the not three ready of them, to hang the hammer up. He was yeah. going to be the one that was going to keep playing that character. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, Chris Evans is like, I want to direct stuff and I want to take selfies of my penis. Well, now Chris, have, Chris Evans has also said, I miss it and I'd love to come back. He's not I'm sure even Robert Downey Jr. said that. Robert Downey Jr. is done, already back. He did a he's, freaking role in Black Widow. He said, I'm, I'm, I've done everything with Marvel that I'm going to do, but I guarantee you, if the, given the opportunity and it was like a yeah, good so enough story, he'd that. come There's, back. And then he did Dr. Doolittle, and every question during his press junkets was about Why is Iron this movie Man? so yeah. bad? Um, and since the, the movie thing. did bad, Daisy Ridley has said she's never in Star Wars. A decade from now, when Disney's like, hey, we have $40 million for you to do episode 11, she's doing episode 11. Yeah. Not all these people are going to come back. Ten? Yeah, because ten's going to be like Rogue Two. Ah. Um, it's going to be the the Mandalorian movie. It's well, be episode ten. Yeah, it's going to be like the Last Jedi. She's going to come back and die, and everybody's going to rejoice, and she's going to come back as a space ghost, and everybody's going to be mad. So, anyways, <laughs> um, no, uh, we kind of. I mean, we. I don't think anyone ever heard that. They, I guess, they just assumed Chris Evan or Chris. Uh, Chris Hemsworth was going to leave after Love and Thunder. Of well, the three, those first three, the two Chris's and, and Robert, none of them said before Endgame, this is oh, it. Yeah. It wasn't until after. Yeah. Remember, the, Chris Evans had the one where it sounded like he was saying goodbye to everybody. Yes. Before Infinity War, and then had to come out and say, no, 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 I'm not saying that. So that he didn't give away the fact that he doesn't die in Infinity <laughs> right. War. And that he he doesn't die in, in Endgame either. He just gets old. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a comic book movie. You can always like bring someone, him back younger. It's like, hey, Chris, you want to talk about your Instagram? And it's him on the present. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for him. <sighs> He's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, and apparently he has a giant penis, so I wouldn't feel bad for him. Either. It's still. Uh, yeah, what would you expect from Captain America? Anything? Yeah, he's got to be packing something. Yeah. Like, you think he was stuffing those t- spandex? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they say, well, stand tall and carry a big stick. Shield. <laughs> no, it's a big stick. You got it. So, and I know we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> we can talk a lot about Chris Hemsworth, do we? <laughs> no, I well, will say about... We went from Chris Hemsworth's th- uh, hammer to Chris Evans's hammer. Hammer. <laughs> what I will want to say about Chris Hemsworth, though, is... Uh, I guess he was the only one that could lift Thor's hammer. 
He's uh Who knew that Thor was the only one that could lift his or not? I won't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, no. Ethan. Tell F, us. F you go ahead, turn off Give my mic. Tell us what you were gonna fucking nope. say. Great nope. insight. Don't nope. play this fucking game. Nope. Fucking finish the sentence. No, nope. I'm done. Go ahead and end the He's episode. gonna interrupt oh you every God. goddamn time anyway. I know, and that's finish why I'm not gonna say it. Just finish it. Nope, I'm done. Just nope. finish it. Nope. What do you want to say about nope. Chris Hemsworth? Thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, if you want to go ahead and finish it off, Rich. You're not allowed to bitch about not being heard on the thing anymore. You gotta play through it. If I gotta fight through it every time, you gotta fight through it. Go ahead and end the episode. We're done. I already forgot what I was going to say. So, No, you didn't. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Ethan, the baby as he is, and Mikey, I'm already saying we'll talk well, to wait, you later. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I walked off a show once, so don't, <laughs> don't make fun of Ethan for that. I walked right out the fucking door. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you, you next time. You've got so much to clean up in the last five minutes. <laughs> What was that episode?